0: Welcome everybody to the Robert, John and the Rec podcast. We are a five-piece rock and roll band from Orange County, California that travels the world eating local foods, drinking local drinks, and melting faces. I'm Steve.
1: I'm Robert. I'm Andrew. I'm Warren. And
0: this is episode 58. Everybody, welcome to wow. your late 50s 58. with
2: us. Wow. Yeah. 58.
0: Oh, 58. And what a year this week has been. It's crazy. I love it. Over a year, man. We got to start season three coming up pretty soon. I was thinking about uh, so I started season two of the Rec podcast, like just bumping it up at the beginning of the year. But I know we started it like halfway through the year, so I don't know. I guess we can
1: talk about this I later. Think, but I think podcasts had seasons. Yeah, I, they I don't oh, yeah. Think numbers
3: really. Well, it's it's like you know you go one through, you know the the you know hundred and then like the two hundred episodes start season two. At least that's, I think that's how my mind yeah. does it. Yeah. But it really doesn't matter because they're just a bunch of numbers. Just like we are as people.
0: It's just another option when you're uploading it. But I figured, uh, you know, do it at the top of the year. So we start each year in a new season instead of, you know, quarterly with the actual seasons. Because we're from Southern California. We have, you know, cold and then hot and then fire and then cold <laughs> again.
3: So, anyway. And even cold is not really that cold. <laughs> no, it's no. <laughs>
4: But, just everybody, but everybody complains when it gets just, like, colder than normal. Everybody's like, God, yeah. what is this? This sucks. Like, it's, like,
0: only, like, 60. It's, like, 58 degrees. It does get cold, though, sometimes. Like, the, the windshield, I think, being coastal, like, off the water, it can feel like it's, you know, in the 30s when the, when those Santa Ana's get blowing and yeah,
4: Laguna Canyon gets, gets, gets cold. Laguna Canyon can get, I think like the forties too. Yeah. It, it, it's gotten like below freezing here in
3: the winter. Right. I mean, like, but twice. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>
4: <laughs> and it did snow. Remember, uh, it snowed on, uh, Saddleback mountain. And mm-hmm. we probably talked about it when it happened on one of the podcasts, but for anybody who doesn't know the geography of this area, Saddleback Mountain is a mountain range that's very close to the coast and never gets snow, like ever. It, that was one of two times, I think, in my whole entire life that I saw it got snow. And uh, you could stand on the yeah. beach and you could turn around and you'd see a snowy mountain peak in the background. It was,
0: oh, son,
4: it's kind of cool. There's pictures out there t- somewhere. Big Bear
0: get snow, but we, we don't get it down here in Orange County too often.
4: And speaking of that.
3: Steve, how was your weekend?
0: Speaking of snow, my weekend and my week was great. It was it was awesome. Um, I got a new keyboard, um, so I've been oh, yeah. messing around with that. I got the uh, Roland FA06, it's a 61 key uh, synthesizer, and I've been going on YouTube. Big shout out to Ed Diaz and all of his tutorial videos um, of learning how to work this fucking thing. <laughs> Um, and it's awesome, man. Like, it's 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 really cool. They, it's got a built-in sequencer, which I'm probably not going to use because I'm a logic guy. But um, it's been really neat, like, getting to mess around with it. It's got this thing called the D-beam, um, which uh, is really great. It's a, almost like a kind of like a theremin-type sensor where the closer you can set it to do whatever you want. But the um, right now I've got it set as an expression thing, so it'll do uh, volume swells and expression with like the MIDI velocities and stuff. So if I'm doing like a string patch, I can go like And it's really really fun to mess around with and start shaping, you know, otherwise cheesy sounds into something that sounds a little more analog and and uh yeah it's it's gonna be really fun to start utilizing, especially for our next record and and everything. So that was really fun. And then uh This weekend was great. We got to do a private event, which I'm sure the rest of the guys will talk about. Um, And that was the first time that the four of us, Henry, uh, wasn't there because he's currently, as at the time of us going live right now, um, is on a plane coming back to California. And we get to make some music with him tomorrow for the first time in over a month. And uh, so the four of us just got to go and play some music for some lovely people down in Dana Point and it was just so fun to stretch out and because Henry was gone I took a lot of the leads and stuff and and uh, it was just really fun to just like hammer that stuff out and really just fly around and have the the space and the time to to really dig in because I I haven't gotten to do that in, in a long time most of the any gigs that I've been doing as of late have been mainly solo and like background music stuff for you know dinner sets in parking lots and the like, so yeah, so that was that was really really fantastic. And then yesterday, we had a blackout for like four and a half hours, and so um, I got to sit in the dark by candlelight. Um, big shout out to uh, to Warren's fiance Erica and her candle company uh, Veluspa. and um, because the, it was a really nice uh, cucumber mint. Candle that I had burning and was sipping some Modellos and busted out the acoustic guitar and wrote some tunes and just sat in the dark and felt like a goddamn pioneer and it was great, <laughs> Bobby. That's
4: awesome.
3: Uh, well, I, uh, my weekend was the best weekend I've had in a very long time um, because playing live with 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 you guys, um, the band got to play live at a private party um, for actual living humans, um, <laughs> yes. and so we got to have the the crowd reaction and the, the energy go back and forth that we haven't got to have for six months. Um, And, and just that energy and that being there in that, you know, setting um, with and playing the music that we've used to play every single week um, was just incredible to do again. And so we want to, I want to thank George Squires for having us at his little party. Um, It was just, I mean, I was getting emotional, like, every other song, just just because of how much I missed it and how much I need it in my life. Um, it was just such a great time to have, and especially with great people. And um, we were just able to just play songs that we've been working on and, and just remember how that felt again was just an incredible experience. And uh, that was Saturday. And then um, I got to play music again on Sunday um at Dosen brewery with um, a whole different crew of guys and it was just like you know the high that i had on saturday i just got another high on sunday and it was just uh an incredible weekend of just being able to play music again and uh safely and it was just incredible and uh it was great how about you andrew
1: I did the same thing you guys did. (laughs) Um, One thing that we did do afterwards was go to a bar, which I have not done for like four months. Um, Bars are now at 25% capacity here. So you can actually like go inside a bar. And I live in LA County. So I don't know if that's true here or not yet. I think bars are still closed and these are bars with food. So uh, like, Whatever the rules are, it's following the rules. Um, But I don't even think you can go to inside anything now. And I think in L.A. County, if I'm not mistaken, like salons and stuff like that are still closed. So Orange County is maybe 30 miles away. It's not that far, but Mm -hmm. uh, it's like a completely different planet as far as the COVID rules are concerned. So it was super interesting going down there and get to actually go to a bar that was like, I, it was like almost an outdoor patio and it was all open and it, it felt safe and stuff like that. They were social distancing. Just the fact that like being in a bar and ordering drinks and everything was just so foreign again. I was like, oh my God, like this is so weird. And I didn't realize how much I missed stuff like, like that. You know, I was just getting into crazy old man Andrew stuff with Warren.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were getting into some good conversations. It was like a good it was like a good like bar just conversation that just bounced from wherever it, you know, yeah. wherever it was going to, it was, uh, yeah, yeah it was fun.
0: It to student loans to <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> that was,
1: that was everything, awesome. you know, like you miss that, like interacting with other people about it. You get so stuck yeah. in your own little world about it. And it's not even like, I don't care about changing anyone's mind. I don't care about, you know, I just need to sort of talk, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I I uh I'm happy to listen to other people just sort of talk, yeah. you know what I mean? Like it's like, all right, you said the thing that you had to say, you know, and it's like sort of meaningless sometimes, but it just releases some steam in a way that you know you just sort of forget about. So Yeah. Yeah. And, that's and, the one thing, you know, know it's
3: crazy to me. We've been getting together to to rehearse and and to Know, deal with band situations and business and everything. And it was nice for us for just to go to the bar and have some drinks and talk about things that have nothing to do with the band or the business of the yeah. band, you know, just, just go in and talking about life and, and what kind of car we want if we had all the money, you know, it was just yeah, nice yeah, for us to, like have that again and not have any, you know, pressure of, of being in a weird situation. So, sorry, Warren keep
4: going. Now it's yours. Oh, well, <clears throat> I did the same thing as everybody else did. But um, yeah, I mean, it started out definitely playing. It was the first time we played Robert John songs in front of people, which was like crazy. And some of the songs, I mean, we've been rehearsing, and we've been going over you know tunes here and there in sections. But some we haven't played for in a really long time. I mean, I was looking at our last gig that we had on Asana. And I think it was uh, I think it was like the Marine Room or something at the very beginning of March. And we maybe did something else, but that was really the last time. So, man, to play those songs, it felt good. And like I, everybody had the same mindset of like, oh, like mental orgasm of just like, yes, this is like it has been missing. This is what I do. This is why we do what we do. So that was awesome. And uh, the party was cool. The view was amazing. The day was awesome. The people were great. Food was good. And then on Sunday, I also played in the band with Robert, which is cool. Cause that's kind of like a conglomerate of, of people from different bands from the orange County area. Um, and it kind of came together or at least the, this, this group of people like just jamming during these quarantines, playing acoustic guitars and stuff. And, uh, mm-hmm. we got to do it at our local watering hole, Dosen and, uh, that is obviously great because they have amazing beer and amazing food. And again, it was, you know, a beautiful day and great people. And it's fun playing that stuff for people for the first time. So it was pretty cool. And just having, having a gig on a Saturday and a Sunday and like a full weekend of music commitments is so nice to have back in your life again. Before this all happened, we literally had shows from February to our tour in June, um, every single weekend. Um, and, uh, it sounds like it could be overwhelming, but it uh, is almost, it's like you need that. It just, that's part of, it just is what it is and like yeah. not having that is weird. So hell yeah, it was great playing music again and can't wait to do it when we, uh, when we can really get back to it and play in live venues for everybody and see everybody again. Great weekend yeah and, also, and that,
3: that's physically physically what we were doing but we also got to uh be a part of an amazing after party as well it was uh joe bonamassa's after party for the his uh big live stream uh pay-per-view concert um that he did in nashville at the ryman um and i know andrew was kind of monitoring that a little bit more so i'll let you kind of talk about it
1: yeah it was super cool they're doing a lot of donations to the keeping the blues alive foundation again and um so if people donated a certain amount of money, they got a cardboard cutout that they actually stuck their actual cardboard <laughs> cutouts in the audience. So you saw there that cool. was like, I think it's like over a thousand people, yeah. you know, in the audience as cardboard cutouts and stuff like that. That's was really so cool. cool look yeah, the band was just amazing. They were, a, um, it was kind of a different lineup. It was this Nashville guy because he was there playing drums instead of Anton, who I'm assuming lives in the UK or probably on a coast or something. But Joe's band was just, destroying as always you know just every everything they did was on point the new songs were great and just a lot of good solos and a lot of it, it, we've all we've seen joe probably like four or five times now so just every time i've ever seen him he just puts on an amazing show yeah oh yeah joe's mom and dad were in the front row yeah. um
4: he really knocked it out of the park i mean as far as live streams go the the video quality the audio quality they had a big LED backdrop that was doing cool graphics. Yeah, that thing they was really, bitchy, really man. like it the sound. So like great. blew me away. I was like, man, you guys really, really locked this in. But um, that's that's no surprise because that is the sort of high quality shit that he always puts out. Yeah. So uh, yeah, and it was cool at the end. He he kind of like walked around the cardboard cutouts and he was like, oh, look at this guy over here. He's like got, got a Norman shirt or like this guy's got like a <laughs> yeah like seventy two like. Sunburst lost Paul over, I and he'd like point out his parents and stuff. So, hats off to Joe for letting us be a part of that. Yeah, thank you to the whole Joe Bonamass crew for having yeah. us be a part of that. That's
3: awesome. Yeah, that was and so we're cool. very honored.
1: He had this cool. Uh, I almost bought it. I bought some Joe Marsh. I bought a coffee mug, but he had his new album is called Royalty, and it's like a play on uh, like a British tea company logo and stuff like that. And they actually made a tea tin. Oh, with, nice. like, real tea in it. And it looked badass, and I was like, oh, nice. man, I really want that. It looks super cool, but I didn't pull the trigger. So, then I felt bad. It was just, I might end up buying it later or something. I bought the two things I needed, which was a slide and a coffee mug, because I can always <laughs> use a more coffee mugs. Yeah. Nice. Now I have a Joe Bonamassa slide. I just needed this slide anyways. I made the mistake of buying a glass slide like an idiot, and it broke within, like, two weeks, you know, because I can't <laughs> keep a glass slide, so. Now, I, I have Henry, myself a Joe Bonamassa slide.
4: I think I had one like on our first tour that was glass and it like broke on like, I think literally like the first show. And he's like, oh, okay, that's probably why you don't always bring a glass slide on a tour. Yeah. Makes sense.
0: Yeah. So we
1: have our friend Zach in the chat really quick. And shout out to Zach. We have told that story about staying at your cabin in Cedar Rapids many a time. <laughs> so thank you again for letting us yeah, do that buddy. many years ago. Oh yeah, That is yeah. One of our favorite stories to tell people, and just waking up with that, like you know, riverside view and stuff oh, like that. Is really cool. Man. That's awesome. And speaking uh, of
0: rivers. Speaking of rivers, we met we met our special guest tonight next there to you the go. That's beautiful, this beautiful river up at the Chinook Fest, uh, which we have talked about probably every single uh, podcast episode uh, because we fucking love it up there, and we miss all you guys and. uh... But this guy, he is one of the sweetest, most talented people on the face of the planet, and we are so happy to have him here with us tonight, virtually all the way from currently New Hampshire, the Reverend Matt Riga. <laughs> there you are, buddy. Yeah, what's
2: up, dude? <laughs> yeah. Hello. Hey. Welcome, yeah, it's good, buddy. It's, it's a good company of sweet and talented yeah. folks here. Jeez. Yeah, Thanks man. Thanks for having me. And I won't. Yeah, I guess I won't tell too many ghost stories. But it's yeah, I'm in a cabin, <laughs> uh, right? And I'm not good at ghost stories anyway. So, but uh, but you are right? an it amazing like okay.
0: storyteller, sir.
2: Oh man,
3: I'll do my best. Yes.
0: And speaking of, before we get into uh, too
3: many stories, yeah. let's uh, talk about what we're drinking first, which might help you be better uh, yes. at telling the ghost story.
0: Well, you guys, yeah. you guys have heard it, Matt. You haven't heard heard about this yet, but uh, the story behind this. Rosé that I'm drinking is that it comes from the uh, liquor store down the street from my house. And we first had it uh, when we were doing uh, rosé and croquet in my backyard as a quarantine thing with uh, my roommate Ryan and uh, Warren and Erica and uh, my very good friend Julia, who's now living out in Chicago. And uh, it's great. It's crisp and it's lovely. And I was out of smokes and I walked to the liquor store to get some smokes. And then I got some of this out of the cooler, and it's delicious. So that's the story on that. Bobby, what's your story of what you're drinking?
3: Um, I feel like I've been neglecting Docent for a while, so um, I picked up some crawlers this weekend. And so I am just back on drinking a retreat, um, an IPA from Docent Brewery, which is my favorite IPA that they have. And I'm happy to be drinking it right now. And uh, it's delicious. And like always, if you're in Southern California if you're around San Juan Capistrano, Docent Brewery is the place to go for a fine beer beverage. So
4: that's what I'm drinking. What about you, War? Uh, I'm drinking a Pacifico. I should have got some docent while I was there this weekend. That was stupid. But yeah, nice and mellow Pacifico out of the bottle. Can't go wrong. What about you, Matt? What do you got? Well, you know, I actually
2: kind of messed that up. So I'm a man of many vices, but uh, <laughs> let me see here. It's so cold here in this, uh, this area of the shed, but uh, we've got, I believe it is a 2020, the vintage and um, it's a diet Coke.
0: Nice. <laughs> nice. There you go. Yeah. Very
2: really impressive. crisp and refreshing on the back end. It's lovely. Has that crisp malty flavor at the beginning.
0: <laughs> <laughs> really opens yeah. up the palate.
2: Yeah, Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Best paired with uh, maybe like a canned cheese of some kind. (laughs) (laughs) I found that's a, a, a challenging and delightful combination.
3: <laughs> I'm just picturing you in the middle of a cabin in New Hampshire, next to a lake, just drinking Diet Coke and pouring cheese whiz down your gullet. Yeah, that's, that's really pretty much what's going on here. <laughs> and then writing a, writing a beautiful song in between yeah. cheese whiz. whiz. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah.
2: that in, in and of itself, that is a beautiful song, so so to speak, I guess. <laughs> of, of, of whiz and whiz and Diet Coke. <laughs>
0: What about I'd you? I love Andrew? that you just referred to it as Wiz. By the way, That's, oh yeah, yeah I, I'm stealing that for it, sure. When
2: you've known it this long, as long as I have, he you, you just goes by Wiz.
0: Yeah. Whiz. yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, Wherever I'll you like go, buddies, have a Wiz. Like,
1: <laughs> writing songs about like cheese, whiz and Diet Coke, <laughs> but you just have to fancy it up, so then it becomes like wine and you know, wine and your girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> It's like, you know, uh, I wouldn't be with anyone else except you and a bottle of wine. And you're just really singing the cheese Whiz and, and a bottle whiz. of Whiz. And you
2: know, I got some club crackers recently. Whoa, <laughs> excellent cracker. If you're looking for something to dip with or if you just want a piece of crispy <laughs> carbs. It's delicious. The, the club cracker. A, cl- a classic.
4: Hey, they're great, man. Um, that makes it a meal.
1: <laughs> well balanced meal that the, <laughs> the FDA can get behind. <laughs> uh, I'm drinking a peach honey aha. Mm. Uh-huh. Getting deeper into the aha catalog. It's Coca Cola's answer to LaCroix. They're all sweeter. Hmm. The one oh. I have liked the most is the black cherry one, but this one's good. And they do another one that's like a orange grapefruit that's really good. It sort of tastes nice. like an orange soda. Peach honey. Tastes like peach. Still sugar I think they all have caffeine, right? Uh-huh. This one doesn't. Um, the two that I had first do. So uh, it was like black cherry and coffee, and that had caffeine, and then green tea, and these ones don't. So I thought they did, but they don't. But I did say that. So good to know. It's peachy. Aha. Uh-huh. That's what we're drinking, everybody. And if you're drinking at home, Yes. Cheers. And
3: if you're uh, listening to this and you're driving, maybe don't.
0: <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe don't. don't. <laughs> uh
1: also Bruce, I think you're drinking gin. Yeah. Night's a pretty normal night. So it's like,
0: no, I got I got some dosing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got, a lot to to Netflix. Netflix. you got a lot of Club Cracker fans in the audience. Man, here. I saw that. I was like, hell yeah, brother. Yeah,
3: Club Crackers are the shit. <laughs> Yeah! Shout out to Jason, sexy Jason, who's at home. Uh, <laughs> that said, Club Crackers rule, and that he's also yeah. drinking. <laughs> so. He also. And I, love you, yeah, I love you. I love you there too, Jason. Actually, actually, it, I know you don't know Jason, but I feel like if you and Jason were in a room, you guys would be best friends, and I would love to see that happen one <laughs> yes,
0: day. Yeah,
3: I me mean, too. We get some Club Crackers and like just get down. I know. It is. I Liz. feel like, yeah. like I mean, everyone here knows who you are, and everyone here knows who Jason is. And if you guys can uh, vouch for me, yeah. they would get oh, along absolutely. amazingly.
0: Nothing like a live between bros.
2: Well, you know, with, with Nabisco, uh, your family.
0: <laughs> oh man! Yeah, we,
3: exactly exactly what I'm talking about.
0: We are farmers. I think
3: that's ours. Yeah, we're, we're our cobblers we're we're are Nabisco products.
2: <laughs> yeah. You know, I recently got a, a solid um, point in categories. We play we play categories pretty regularly up here um, and <laughs> on the vending machine category, and was getting challenging. We, I had Nutter butter, but I also Nabisco products got me a nice. Point. Oh wow! Oh nice. Nice. I think you can even get two points for a single Nabisco product.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, are, are Butters Nabisco? Because you could have got doubles on that bitch. They are a Nabisco
2: product. So it, it's I got... I, got, I
1: Nabisco was Nutter two Nutter Butters. Points. But you know what was
2: really disappointing about that? And I don't mean to interrupt the flow too much, but this categories thing really irked me. Let's talk about So they play here. I don't know. I've seen a few different rules, but um, they play here that you can... Um, have three up to three
3: answers. So can, can you can you finalize something for me before you keep going with this? Like, yeah, who is it that you're playing this game with? Oh, just like are these the like wins, the you know? those are these like the, the locals that live next to you? Like, oh, or are yeah, these like like your, your raccoons in the cabin? Or like, is this like a online thing? Or what's the deal? <laughs> no, it's a, that's actually a good question.
2: You know, I'm here with Thank an you. LD friend of mine. The, his his uncle has uh, he has there are three cabins. On this lake, they're um, they're mainly for the summer. They're not, they're not winterized or anything, so we're kind of just being bold. But yeah, there are three cabins. Well, the the closest cabin to me holds um, an LD lighting designer friend of mine uh, and his fiance, and then the cabin next to them is um, the LD's sister. And so we we get together. And we have we have dinner most nights together, but most cool. you know we're generally just kind of working. On our own things, we have a software engineer, we have a therapist, um, an LD, and myself. Uh, nice. So largely, the LD and I have been unemployed lately, and the other two have been working hard. <laughs> uh, but it is our job then to like take acid every day—not every, not every day, but yeah, we've been taking some acid. We've been uh, smoking, smoking some pot, and just looking at the lake every day. Nice. Uh, and then sometimes at night we'll place categories, and I had to fight tooth and nail. So the letter was L. Category: World leaders/slash politicians. I had G. Gordon Liddy, I had V. I. Lenin, and then I, they were giving me shit for John Lennon as a world leader. Huh? And I'm, I'm just like, oh, well, what defines a world leader? I'm calling, I'm calling Johnny a world leader.
4: Yeah, it's a pretty safe bet, maybe. Well, it's, it's
2: safe. I, I he's not a, an
4: elected official. I mean, he even made the joke. He's, he's like, I'm bigger than. Jesus or God or something, and you know what? He got destroyed for that. But I mean, not not destroyed, but they like they got mad. But I mean, it's John Lennon.
3: I mean, no, they they were gonna crucify him. Yeah, it would it would depend on the how how much of sticklers you're playing with playing the game with and what they believe as well, right? Well, yeah, I think you're right because
2: you can. I think well, this group here respects a good defense, and they gave me the point. Okay, Uh, I think the ticket is if you can defend your position well. A reasonable people should be
3: able to accept an answer that at first didn't seem right to them. So basically, your category games turn into like long debates about your position yeah. on your category uh, yeah. answers. So it basically turns yeah. into more, more of a political stance.
0: Yeah, it's a courtroom courtroom vibe. <laughs> so what? I object. <laughs> so what, yeah, yeah. Well, i have I I did look up uh, just recently, by the way. Uh, World leaders was way too much to look up, but uh, other Nabisco products. Just going back to that one, uh, include because I was curious: Chips Ahoy, Belveda, which we have on the road a lot of the time; Oreo cookies, Rich Crackers, Teddy Grahams, Triscuits, Vic Newtons, and Wheat Thins, along with Nutter Butters.
3: Yeah, I love Wheat Thins, especially with Cheese Whiz.
0: That's yeah, we
3: have
2: right wheat there. thins down the hill there. I mean, I I love I endorse Nabisco products wholeheartedly.
1: <laughs> Nabisco sponsor us.
3: Yeah, yeah I'm yes, looking for please. I'm looking
0: for a gig. I need my daily dose of fiber with your those <laughs> are
3: nice. Hey, those things are pretty good too. Those little like blue blueberry
0: Belvitas. Oh yeah, could you imagine if you put some blueberry oil? what?
1: Oh, the cookies. Like and little, they, yeah. the like blueberry, blueberry Velvita. Velvita yeah, really that is <laughs> <funny cookies>. a <Whoa. laughs> Yeah, Velvitas are cookies. They're like to You're deep in that cheese with camp. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. 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 Well, the mix yeah. of the
1: two is what you like, They're like
3: morning time cookies. Yeah,
0: like, Velveeta's Craft. anyway, so it's owned, owned by Kraft.
3: Oh, yeah, good point. <laughs> yeah. Good point. So, yeah, oh. we're <laughs> totally
0: out of Nabisco land. Sorry, oh, All right, we're able to do some
3: music? Yeah, I, yeah. w- I want to divulge more into Matt Rieger and who he is, and you can understand why he's talking how he's talking, but uh, Henry is <laughs> not here this evening, so Andrew is taking over the history lesson, yes. so Andrew is going oh, to be yeah. displaying Andrew's history lesson.
1: So, I listened to a podcast the other day, well, it actually wasn't a podcast. If anyone has Apple Music, um, yeah. they've been doing these, like, radio station things that they just launched, and I was listening to Niles Klein from Sheik, uh, and he did, like, the daft punk record and did like let's dance with david bowie he's did a million things in the disco era and beyond and he just constantly reinvented himself as a guitar player so i was listening to that and um he's talking to, to a guy named andrew watt who did a bunch of pop uh like songwriting with a bunch of people so it was a bunch of people i've never heard of and then a bunch of pop songs they talked about how he wrote the uh, newest Ozzy Osbourne track with Post Malone on it. And so I became way more interested. I was like, oh. And then he talked about how like Ozzy loved writing with him, and they wrote the whole new record together, like the Ozzy record. And I didn't have any reason to listen to it before then. And then so today, I just listened to it, pulling it up. And I found out that the band on the record is Chad Smith from the Red Hot Chili Peppers, <laughs> Duff McKeegan from Guns N' Roses, And uh, who's playing guitar? Uh, uh, On this track that we're going to be listening to called uh, It's It's a Raid, Raid. Uh, it's Tom Morello playing the guitar solo. Oh, wow. So you have this like super group of crazy-ass musicians playing stuff. And the tracks ended up amazing. The band sounds phenomenal on all of it. And um, Tom Morello didn't play on it, but Duff McKagan and... uh, Chad Smith play on the whole record and the writers on all the songs because they, you know, probably helped come up with the arrangements in the room or something like that. So the band on this record is just like rock and roll all-stars. So uh, as I was listening to it, I was like, God damn, like this is really good. And then his, Ozzy always has like good solo ballads. So there's a solo ballad track called Ordinary Man. It's the title track, but that has Elton John on it too. So that's like a, I I just like all these older dudes collaborating and uh, doing cool shit. But uh if anyone knows me, they know I'm a giant punk rock fan. So there's one like punk rock song on this record. <laughs> this is the song that we're gonna play now. It's called It's a Raid, featuring Post Malone, which his verse is probably the worst part of this, but I <laughs> like other post Malone stuff.
3: That was fucking awesome, dude! <laughs> wow, I feel like I have so much to say. There's oh, also an God extreme dude. echo.
0: Blah. There we go, wow. much better.
3: Are we back to normal?
0: Yeah, yeah. Streaming out hasn't. That's been, how long it uh, takes after that song? They haven't taken my emails for uh, you know putting in that uh, that disable uh, audio processing in a more convenient spot yet. Probably
1: pandemic related. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, we'll get I it started one day. In something <laughs> that was super not Henry.
2: <laughs> yeah, I would. Yeah, what's I would. The, what, so he normally does this segment here, a history
1: lesson? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Henry the, does, something from the 70s that's like, here's the 70s band that was related to, you know, this other band and Rod Stewart was in it and this guy was mm-hmm. considered. Yeah. <laughs> There's just never anything that aggressive.
0: So, funny story, uh, the Instagram got flagged, and they ended our live video because we were playing music from Ozzy, which is I, uh, the first man, time that, I, that I that's happened. I was amazed that uh,
1: if the Facebook didn't go off, did the Facebook go off? I would check there, too. But uh, I'll, I'll yeah. check
0: there right now, but we're still on the same, the same broadcast. So and, I was
1: thinking that might happen, too, because yeah. uh, they're cracking down on that Which also, stuff
0: we're you can find this song as well as a bunch of other tunes that we've covered here on the podcast on Henry's history lesson playlist on Spotify, which is going to be in a link in the description so that you can go and give them all the plays that they deserve. Uh, we just gave you the f- <laughs> first zero, zero, zero point zero, 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 two, six cents, uh, for, uh, for that one time. Yeah. I, 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 I have,
3: I have a couple things to say about this track. Um, so ozzy's voice is already kind of a nasally voice and it's usually he usually sings things not as quickly and yeah. it sounds like on this track he sang it slower and they sped it up to meet the speed of the song did anyone else hear that because it sounds like almost like a chipmunk which uh bruce actually said as well yeah mm-hmm. that
4: i mean that could be the auto tune but, but that's, a, that's a good thought to be, to think maybe he actually couldn't sing it that fast. Yeah, and that's no, my thought. And they just, they just time aligned it to that.
0: somebody else using vocal line or some shit. Like, well, and it's funny be because like,
4: I mean, you get like Chad Smith to play the drums and Duff to play the bass and like Chad is just, Chad Smith who just unapologetically bashes the shit out of his drums, which is like a supernatural sound. And Duff yeah. has that crazy bass and then you get Ozzy's voice in there that's like, Pretty, pretty manufactured to have this like, yeah, like the chipmunk kind of thing, and you're like, oh, okay, like you gotta get you gotta <laughs> give him credit though that he's 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 going for it, you know what I mean? And that song, like, oh, yeah. he definitely has a, a a sense of humor with the fuck you at the end, and like you know the whole just the way it's written, and and also another thing too is I I kind of like Post Malone's verse
3: better than Ozzy's verse. Right, oh, I felt like, <laughs> I felt like the delivery was. The delivery made more sense, but that's just me. Out of
1: all the cheesiness in this song, I thought when he just sort of like said the F word at the end of his verse, I was like, man, that's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> but again, I think this track does what it's supposed to do is everyone just starts laughing, you know, when they get to the thing yeah. And like, yeah, I th- I you it, know, this is like funny. Like, you know,
3: it all added to the cheese factor, which what we've been talking about this whole entire time.
4: <laughs> yeah,
1: That was the wizziest song yep. we could have
3: got. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is supposed to be a little
2: tongue in cheek, right?
1: Yeah. I, Ozzy's like 71 and like, yeah. you know. I would think every,
2: everything he does is is more or less satire. It's always yeah. always has been. Yeah. could have been called yeah. It's, it's almost the, the Mailman. It's of
1: himself, you know, been like. Yeah. Like what song would, you know, whatever, 70s or 80s Ozzy write, you know? Yeah.
0: And be able to get away with and swearing on it.
1: This is actually the only explicit track on the record, too. <laughs> oh, nice. Went for <laughs> when did this come out? This year, 2020.
0: And I heard the ballad that he did
4: with uh, Elton John, and it's like, it's not a bad track. You know, like, it's a, it's a well-written, like, ballad. It just kind of catches you off guard because you're like, oh, it's like, Ozzy and Elton, but like again, it's like cool to see like you know somebody like Ozzy Osbourne. It's like do whatever the fuck you want to do. Like yeah, go get seriously. Elton John, go get Chad Smith, get Tom Morello. Like who else is hanging around? Like <laughs> get them all down here. Get Post Malone.
0: Fuck, I'd love to play keys on an Ozzy track. Man.
1: It did look like a pop roster of people that played on it though, because there's like 20 string players, and you had a pop guy producing it, yeah. so he like brought in all these other pieces of the puzzle. So it was probably a little more produced than. Uh, anything else that might have been done recently. But it sounds great. Like, I, I just think it's a good, like, whatever, Aussie snapshot at, with an all star band that is mixed great and sounds great. And I'll probably listen to it once or twice and then, you know, that's it. But I thought it was cool. And I like that all these guys still have it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I like just listening to these groups and going, like oh man, like they could still write a track like that.
2: <laughs> yeah. They, uh, the, particularly the snare, it sounded just fucking fantastic.
1: Yeah. And
2: actually I the bass was killer too. I mean, I've always been yeah. I think I think GNR is about as cool as it ever has been or ever will be. Um, but yeah, Duff slayed that track.
3: I also didn't even hear a guitar solo. Did I miss it? I, was yeah, I it, it wasn't like, like a oh. prominent I was waiting it was for a like it to like it
1: subside to it. and like for Tom Morello to come up and be a focal point, but I never really heard that I didn't sound like Tom Morello on it. There's no whammy pedal, so
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's no
4: what was the what's the red pedal that he uses? The yeah, the, the whammy. Way- Turns you into a spaceship.
1: Yeah. yeah, so fun.
3: Well, I would really love to dive into our guest right now. Yeah. Uh, Oh, baby. Yeah. Let's talk (laughs) about who Matt Rieger is. And uh, we kind of mentioned it. This bliff here. There you go.
2: Yeah, bro. That's just, that's just who you
3: are. Let's
2: smoke some weed. What do you say, boys? Let's Facebook will
1: kick yeah. us off for uh, you know playing an Aussie track once for <laughs> six people, but
2: if <laughs> oh, you don't need someone to uh, to consume illicit drugs on camera, I'm your man. <laughs>
3: <laughs> there's a there's, there's a good music, a music video idea. Before, but we met um, yeah. we met Matthew yeah. we met Matthew Rieger at Chinook Fest, um, which is where we've met a ton of people who we consider our family, consider yes. close friends. And um if you don't know that by now, if you've listened to all these episodes, we did something wrong. <laughs> um but we've 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 met a ton of people at Chinook Fest and, and uh have cherished their friendships and Matthew Reagan is one of them. He was considered the uh, VIP <laughs> one year at Chinook Fest because I believe he like played in like five different bands that were playing yeah. one weekend. <laughs> that was um, the, the infamous and, year I think um, of
2: so fifteen where we yep. really
3: got after. Him. And also he encourages getting after it which is always a uh, a fun enjoyable time um but you also matt you also just came out with a brand new solo record um yeah. just a couple of weeks ago and sure. not only that you also play in a band called lil smokies which yep. are a bluegrass band who has toured the nation and has done a lot of amazing things, and I got to see you guys play in L.A., I think, at the Fonda or something like that.
2: I um, think it was a, a, ter- couple years a Teragram.
3: Back. Teragram, there we right? go. See, they all meshed together. I just flashed back to
2: that night. That was fun.
3: Yeah, I think I tried, was trying to figure out how to hang out with you afterwards, and I think I called you on my way home, and you were uh, you said you just took some acid and were walking around L.A., and I was like, <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm, I'm on my way back home, so I'm not going to turn around and meet up with you (laughs) (laughs) yeah
2: you wouldn't have found me i was in
3: the outer space but yeah and uh so let's just dive into that how long have you been playing for the little smokies and how did you kind of get into that realm of with those guys because i think when we met you you weren't playing with them unless that's incorrect no yeah that's true
2: uh in fact one of the reasons that has been such a source of, of, joy in my life and inspiration is because that's where I met those boys. Was, I think it was fifteen. Yep, it was fifteen. And I was playing with a few few of the folks there. You know, our friends and yeah, we 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 stayed up and we played music with Lucas Nelson. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we we drank whiskey and we, we were around the campfire. Terrible jokes. Yeah, it was Yum. it was lovely. And then, yeah, the next morning. Um, well it was still the same day but yeah later on in the in the evening morning uh we we they asked if i was interested declined because i was i was actually happy in seattle just doing associate work it was great but it was a chance to be um a part of something and and be a be a partner be help build a band instead of just um work for a band
1: mm-hmm.
2: yeah and man, it's it. It worked out for uh, I really I've I've really enjoyed playing with them. We put out what I think is a cool record last year. It's called Tornillo. and um, we did. We we were also uh, able to play a show. It was it was private in lieu of a festival in Montana. The the promoter um, had a few of the bands up. Uh, Brian, do you guys know Ryan Bingham?
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah now he's a TV star <clears throat> on on the TV. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he, he put on an incredible show. That was my favorite part was after our set, just, just sitting and watching Ryan Bingham by himself. Yeah. And I, I've he, seen him a he couple times. Me. Yeah, man. It's a great show. He's great.
1: Yeah, he
2: held my attention. I, he's here for like 10 minutes, uh, maybe an hour in, but if you can stand on stage by yourself for an hour and a half and, and hold people, geez, kudos, and, well, and, and
3: holds your attention for that long. Yeah, yeah, you're, especially... a hard, you're a hard critic, man. Well,
2: well yeah, and after a Xanax and a few Chardonnays, you know, geez. <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, did I answer the question?
3: You were getting there. Mm-hmm.
2: But yeah, the, see, I've been um, playing guitar and singing for the Little Smokies for like five years now, and we have some we have some things coming up. But I uh, just like y'all, you know, you just get. Get creative. Do some solo duo stuff. I've got some shows in the southeast in October. You can try out um, some indoor outdoor venues they're doing down there that seem all right. It's hard to know how to navigate the politics of booking gigs. And and not even just politics. Decency and understanding and compassion. Uh, I actually regret saying politics. That's not what it's about. It's, It's just being aware and conscientious and mindful of what we can do best to uh, to get to get out of this, and if that means not playing shows for longer, I'm for it. Yeah. Uh, but God, yeah, I'd love to go try out some things.
0: I think that's a tough thing about yeah. where where but. we're at too right now, because as things start opening up, everything's being opened at limited capacity, which means that the compensation rates are severely impacted as well. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, yes, I would love to get back out there and you know, as a service to my fans and stuff, like, or our fans, like, to to do it safely is, you know, of utmost importance and everything. But also it's, like, if there's not that, like, we can't set a precedence in how we conduct business that's going to bite us in the ass later on down the road because, like, we already have a huge chunk of our ass missing at this point in all of this. And that's been really tough. Like, I think that... That, that does fall under like the politics of it. And it's like, well, how do you, how do you, you know, relate to these people and how can you be sympathetic, but also like our industries of you know, venue and entertainment and you know, people that provide these things and people that provide other things that help these places stay in business. Like how do we keep working together where it makes sense for everybody? You know, and that's just tough mm-hmm. to navigate right now, definitely. And, like, you can't be a dick about it because everybody's going through the same shit, you know.
2: Yep. So. Well, people, you know, it's, it's easy. The, uh, us musicians, it's as per usual, all the sympathy, like, oh, I'm so sorry. That things aren't, aren't happening, you know, right now. Hope you're well. But then, like, production people oftentimes kind of just don't even get considered. Yeah. Uh, yep service industry people like Mm -hmm. all it's a massive community of people and so i you know i i want it for not just me but for so many people who behind the scenes make all of it possible
0: yeah totally because especially on the night of like it's it's you're all on the same team like everybody's working together to pull all the shit off you know from the door guys or door women to the you know bar keeps to the people in the kitchen to the people you know to the suppliers, to the, you know, everybody, man. Like, it's that, that's such a huge list of people in this giant machine, you know, that we're all a part of. But, but it's the, the road, road crews
4: for, for everyone, the lighting directors who you're hanging out with, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, in some cases, that, that includes entire companies, companies that do, yeah sound production, lighting production, like, you know, or even music venues, obviously there's no way to make money on a music venue right now. So it's like, it's, you know, it's very wide reaching from individual people as to even whole establishments and like, you know, small businesses and and even large businesses. Craziness. Yeah.
2: Like a lot of the clubs that we play are like smaller independent venues and yeah, I hope that there's some legislation in place, and I hope that things happen, you know, to help keep, you know, protect. Like, say, I don't know, like, what's a good example? Like the Tractor Tavern in Seattle.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, you guys, you guys did the sunset, I think. Yep. Uh
3: With I wish last I time we were there, we did sunset, but yeah. mostly other times we do the tractor. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and uh, places like that, man. They're they're such a, a big part of the heart of of all of these bands that. Eventually go on to bigger rooms, you know, and some things change, but we all play those places. And they're gonna be some of the, the heart of the like the most impacted venues. And yeah. a lot of those are, are like the ones that are so full of character. Like there's some great rooms out there that are modern and, and uh more financed but or funded, but some of those like sticky stage venues are just <laughs> like they're the, yep. <laughs> I mean, they're the heart of they're the heart of what we've all been doing for so long.
4: Yeah. Well, you, you, as a musician, you have to cut your teeth for such a long time playing those sticky stages. It's such a good word for it, yeah. too, to get to like a clean stage with like <laughs> yeah. elbow room and like space. You're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, like you know, like it. power.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's,
3: there's, there's, there's five yeah. monitors on the front stage, like five, and then just there's two an, in just the back. Just
0: an even floor. Like I'll just take uh, an even floor at this point. Like, <laughs> like when ninety percent of the stages we, we've played kind of coming up, my keyboard stands just on this wobble, and I have to either go grab some coasters <laughs> or like, you know, shove my wallet under one of my keyboard legs in order to make it make it stable.
2: Uh, what we need is a spite a spite venue to open up. I don't know how your curb. Uh, participation is Caribbean Enthusiasm viewing is but uh, I don't know if you seen oh, the Spike yeah, store
3: the, the, the Spike coffee shop yeah this, yeah, yeah, L- yeah. Latte Larry's yeah we need are uh,
2: more Larry Davids to buy venues yeah an address
3: on uh, stages that aren't level those are great those are great uh, uh, few episodes of the uh, Kirby enthusiasm about that. Oh man, yeah, <laughs> so good. And like, yeah, I don't want to go on a t- tangent for that.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he. Yeah, he uh, so a lot of well, I'm speaking coming back strong, I guess he did it. <laughs> he came, he came back strong, just like I think all of us are are going to. And I it, it mean, it's it, right now. It's kind of interesting to see the innovative ways that people are. Interesting is is a bit of a euphemism, but. You know, it's it's annoying that we have to do it, but um, it's inspiring to see yep. the sort of the perseverance and the, the dedication of people and find ingenuity. Yeah, I'm I'm trying out some. I have a, I haven't uh, nailed it down, but I'm going to do a like a ticketed live stream. Try that out to see what happens, and then I'm going to do support shows and um, yeah, just test the waters uh, safely and and slowly. Yeah.
3: Yeah, and so you just came out with your first solo record, a yeah, couple of two, like two weeks ago, right? Yeah. Was that something that that spawned out of this whole pandemic and being kind of locked up and doing that thing, or was that something that was pre-planned beforehand, or uh, was that just? Tell me about it.
2: Yeah. Well, I wish I could say that uh, <clears throat> under the adversity and in the uh, of, of pandemic and the threat of the end of my career, I, 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 you know powered through and wrote a record that did not happen. I made it last year in, in Nashville, but we had, yeah, we had, um, the, the, the little Smokies put out a record in January and I didn't want to, you know, that's, you guys know what I'm talking about. Oh, where yeah, You want to be uh, <laughs> sensitive to the spotlight and making sure yeah. that, that everyone, every, everything has its place and in, in its time. And so it wasn't, it wasn't, I didn't think it would be prudent to release it right around the same time. Uh, then two months later, we have um, a curveball come in. And then uh, it, was, it didn't seem terribly prudent to release it, um, given the social climate. Yeah. Uh, I still questioned putting it out now. But like you were talking about, Steve, it's like we have to be careful. We have to do what we can. We have to be considerate. We have to do so many things. Mm-hmm. But in the end, it's it, we, it would be nice to pay to pay the bills, and also to uh, my manager put it well. He, he said, you know, because we, we asked him about posting and releasing things, and and what our role should be given the changes that the uh, the continuation and the the sort of acceleration of the changes that have been going on for a very long time, and he said that um, right now. <clears throat> People, it's taking a lot of energy for people to keep going, and if what you can do is is for half an hour, or or however long, if you can help them just set that down, yeah, whatever burdens people are carrying, and they're all they're all the same and, and different at the same time. Uh, if whatever you can do to help people, uh, just set them down for a second,
3: mm-hmm.
2: you, you, is is a way to contribute in and of itself and in an essential way. So I, that's why I was happy to put it out because. I thought, you know, well, you know, what actually happened is, uh, well, we don't need to get into Peter Gabriel just yet. I've been listening to a lot of Peter Gabriel.
3: <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready for you when we're, when yeah. we're ready for well, Peter. Well, so yeah,
2: he, <laughs> I was, uh, when I was, I was in Burlington, Vermont, when this thing, uh, went down in March and I'm usually the, uh, the steward of our sprinter. So I'll drive it. Everyone will fly home from tour and I'll drive it to where it needs to be for the next leg or drive it where it's going to be stored and. The sound guy that we we had for that tour was playing some Peter Gabriel one of those days um, in like late February, early March. and I... you know, when you, you hear someone, and it's almost like you've you, you're actually hearing them for the first time, but you've listened to them all your life, that kind of thing. Yeah, and that was that's what happened with I think it's I think the album is just called Car, but the first one, uh, the Peter, he was playing that one, and <clears throat> I I just kind of like uh, put put it on a, like. Do this later. Put on a pl- little playlist. Like check out some at some time in the near future. Put on this playlist because you should listen to some Peter Gabriel. And so um I listened to it as I'm as I'm processing.
0: Right. It's
2: the one of the greatest songs <laughs> ever written. Like I see the doorway to a thousand churches. Come on, come on, bro. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. But yeah, I put that like I put the- uh, that that record on in in Burlington when I left. And I listened to it, like, all the way through uh, New York, Western New York, and, and, like, into Ohio. I was just still, just listening to Peter Gabriel. And uh, for, when I was listening to it, I thought, man, it, for a second, I was like, they might be okay. And that goes for non-pandemic times as well. You hear this song, and you're like, oh, man, maybe, maybe it is gonna be okay. And so, if Peter Gabriel could do that for me, it is our artistic and maybe even moral duty to continue whatever we can do yeah to contribute musically in hopes yep. that we'll help someone else feel like it might be okay
0: yeah and that's and that's what music's always done man like that's 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 how it's always been is that you know and especially in in times of in times of war and times of you know like with the like the renaissance everything like it takes shit to completely fall apart and then you rise like a phoenix from the ashes man and it's i think it's that weird going kind of going back to what you were saying of like you know how you need to be sensitive to what's going on and like well is this the right time is that the right time like i to me it all goes back to music it's like you're on stage with sometimes 20 other people and like you just got to find your moment man like it's like oh there's this little space that i can just give a little extra to like help this out or to support somebody else you know and and uh, i think that that's really beautiful and it's just that it's different for us now because we're not doing it as much on stage we're doing it over the internet or you know in person as it as it makes sense you know but everything kind of transcends from what we do just naturally as as musicians and as people that you know care about the timing and the silence and the focus and the what what do we need to look at right now? What do we need to hear right now and and uh what better time than to put out you know beautiful things that'll give people some respite than than this time man and and I gotta tell you man i I listened to uh to your record on on my drive home today from my uh from my day job and and uh dude it was it just fucking completely took me to another place and I loved it, man. Like, man, the performances that makes, that makes on me I so happy to hear that. Absolutely beautiful, man. And
2: Sorry, I gotta get plugged in here.
0: I'll go for it. I don't and mean the, to be uh, all wobbly on you. <laughs> and your last song on the record, too, man, like threw me a curveball that I completely needed and was so fucking perfect. And oh, I thank love, you. Hey, you know what? Actually, it's kind that. of
2: thematic <laughs> with the Aussie record. Oh, yeah. A, a little bit, like just that, yeah. So I'm running low on battery. Let's see if this works. Um, I got to plug this in here. So can you hear me all right now if I do that?
0: Yeah. 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 we still got you. Sounds great. But, but
2: are we going to get an echo? Nope. <clears throat> Not, Not currently. Uh, thank you for those kind words. Jeez. Uh, and that is exactly what I was talking about. You know, Yeah. We, we're all friends aside from... You know, we get caught up in the business side of things naturally because if you don't you're not gonna make it mm-hmm. yep uh, and, and the, but I, I'm noticing that it's not that I've taken for granted the talent of my friends it, I, I think it's just that we get so accustomed to having such talented friends and wonderful people around us that you forget that oh that's right my buddy my friend is is like the best musician for miles most places that they go and to hear here to hear the new albums being put out to hear to be reminded of of the creativity and beauty of our friends is uh essential right now and so i yeah I, i'm really glad to hear that it it, it did something
3: yeah i mean when I, when I listened to it too cuz i haven't heard a solo record from you because you haven't put one out. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you know what i mean so i listened to it immediately and it was it just it's it's, it's just a great record and then when you hear that last song and the last line of the whole song, which I'm not going to say because I want people to go listen to it, but you hear that on your record and you're just like, "That's that's Matt right there." Like, yeah. In, in my opinion, I thought that was like you just being like, "That's that's going to be that," you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It, it didn't. It, I knew that like that wasn't just a coincidence, but maybe it was, and maybe that's a great coincidence. But hearing that made just me smile. Uh, just yeah, made me just happy. happy about that yeah i had
2: a great uh, great producer his he's a friend of mine from seattle and actually he's he's adjacent to y'all in uh in at least like one degree of separation from all y'all for sure uh well me i guess but yeah <laughs> um D- D- dylan warnick he he plays with courtney marie andrews oh yeah yeah
1: I was like, he doesn't anymore. He does not Sorry. anymore. <laughs> we uh, see Dylan every Dylan. time we go to Nashville. <laughs> I love Dylan. That wasn't a dig at Dylan or Courtney. I love uh, both yeah, those I people. Sorry. I was like, that's <laughs> not the correct thing to say about Dylan anymore. Yeah, thank
2: you for, yeah, I appreciate you reminding me. That's not at all what's going on. And in fact, while we're on the topic, he put out a record today that I think is oh, stellar. Cool. And he has, yeah, he did. that's His is an actual quarantine EP, which I, kudos, brother, man. But yeah, I had he did a great job of bringing out. At least I I hope this is heard. I feel it. Um, bringing out the parts of me that he likes, and it, it's helpful to have someone who knows you. Um, and in my case, I'm I play this different character of Rev in the Little Smokies. Mm-hmm. Um, which is great. It, it actually, it's nice to have an uh, an alter ego to put the exhaustion onto, to to hand the fatigue and the emotions. And when you're on tour, you just hand them to this person named Rev, who's not me, and then I can hide, and Rev takes care of it.
0: Yeah.
2: And then when when we go when we get off the road, then then Matt Rieger takes back over. But Matt, Matt Rieger's always there. But the point is. Uh, it was nice to have someone who does not know me as Rev produce the record, because um, I don't know. I wanted I wanted to remember that I'm not just Rev; that I am Matt Rieger, and you guys are a part of that. You know this. Yes, yeah. this, this community that you know I'm I'm not Rev; I'm Matt Rieger because it's it's a closer closer family, closer knit family, and so um, that's what we did. I and then my buddy. The best thing I heard from him was he. Someone I hadn't seen in many years, but we used to, you know, in college, it was like we were always hanging out. And he, he it, it was a little, it was it was a tiny bit emo and candid, but he's like, yeah, you know, honestly, I don't even really know you very much anymore, um, but I know the man I hear on that record. And he didn't mean that in any negative way. He's just like, look, we haven't really hung out in, in, in six, seven years. Uh, I don't, I, I'm not sure if I even know you anymore, however... Uh, Matt Matt Rieger, Matthew Rieger. My mother calls you Matthew. And in fact, regarding the last line of the of the record, <laughs> uh, my mother called me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Moms will do that. Yep.
2: And she's like, you know, son, I was listening to your record and it was just lovely and I would enjoyed it. And then that last line I just <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs>
0: Oh man!
2: But I'm glad that you like that, and I hope for the, all y'all out there um, that yeah, take a listen to it. I it would be a, it would be a shame to ruin um, that that line because I think it is one of my most uh, I dare I say artistic moments or at least candid moments. Yeah, where that well, were recorded.
0: Listening to listening to this record felt like being back there in 2015, being around the campfire with you you know what i mean and just like that it it just gives a vibe that i think is missing in a lot of of records these days you know what i mean like thank you like the your what your producer did what you did what your musicians did what your songwriting does like i just was taken transported man and it was so nice to just like be like oh fuck it's just great to hear somebody sing and like you know sing like meaningful words cleverly you know what i mean like i did it was just it was i was blown away man like I'm, i'm really pumped and for all of you listening out there you can find the link to matthew rieger's i'm doing well new album in the description um and go check it out for yourself and let us know what you think let him know what you think click on all the links go follow go subscribe go do all the things man shit and go buy it so uh question- yeah that part's hard
2: right now i don't <laughs> <laughs> go buy go buy a drink for your local your local uh bartender you go. your yeah. local musician
0: well, and Matt, you your can, friends, you, can your, you can put your Venmo in the big. private chat for anybody that wants to tip, and I'll include that in the description as well. So yeah,
2: you know what? I would be a fool to uh, to decline that offer. Thank go, you. Go go listen to it, start,
0: for, yes, f- it for free or your 9.99 a month on Spotify or Apple Music. <laughs> And then, if you like it, just send Matt the money for the record, man. Like, uh, or whatever you can give. I know times are tough right now. Yeah,
2: and what I what I really love is just is is listen to it. Maybe if it does, if you hear it, and you like yeah. it. Uh, maybe show it to somebody else. That would be lovely.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, I did yeah, it's have an a-
2: interesting going back to like CEO slash janitor of of Matthew Rieger Enterprises. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so yeah, word of mouth. You know, it's it's and it's, just share it if you can, I, that's what I would appreciate. But most importantly, listen to it, that would be lovely, I, I, and I hope it, it, it helps you.
0: I did have a question for you uh, the, the track yeah. that stood out to me, uh, personally the most, and I'm sure that this is different for everybody. But the Ghost of Charlie Carey is that oh man, is that somebody that the, is that a person, is that a character, is that do you mind talking about that? I know this is just off the cuff, but.
2: No, I'm I'm into it. It's actually one of my stronger anecdotes. Uh, do how much time do we have here?
3: We got time. I mean, Whatever you want, man. It's up. Yeah, to it's, so, uh, it's yours.
2: It's, it's an. It you know it really is a magical story. I'm a. I'm not a guitar collector, but I do, like to find interesting instruments that speak to me. Uh, I, I think guitars, well, instruments in general are like, are like people, you know, the, the, just because an instrument doesn't, and even furthermore, a song, but um, just because an instrument doesn't work for you doesn't mean that it isn't the right thing for a lot of people and, 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 and many others. Yeah. Um, so I think there's beauty in all these instruments. Um, there's a spot in the world for them. But, so all that to say, I'm not a collector, but I do like to buy guitars when I can. And this this particular day, September eighth, my mother's birthday, uh, I went to visit her in Northwest Washington, and um, went to the guitar shop that I, I bought my first Mapex Saturn drum set there in <laughs>
4: 1998.
2: Nice. Yeah, yeah, it was a yeah. big one just like 1998 my parents bought it i i was 14 years old i highly doubt i contributed all that much uh
3: but i i show up there i was gonna say i was like how old were you like you're not that old yeah yeah
2: not old (laughs) enough to have really done anything before the september the twin towers went down um let's see so yeah i go to this guitar shop then and now we've been buying and i'm sure you guys can relate to Oh man, I missed that too. Just like random guitars, sh- random instrument shops. Oh yeah. Shops. You go, you bullshit with with the owners, and you got yeah.
0: like an hour before you have to be somewhere, and it's like, dude, I just need to get my hands on something.
2: <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. I love it. I, I, uh, it's one of my tourist activities when we tour is to, to hit inter- particularly interesting shops. Mm. I don't need I don't need the the new Telecaster. Deluxe or whatever.
0: Yeah, I we're not going to we're to not collect. going to Guitar Center or Sam Ash or anything like. We're,
2: yeah, I want I want the this weird shop where the owner is like sixty percent shop owner, forty percent collector, yeah. but he has the shop so that he yeah. can he or she can like fund their their collecting. Norman's uh, I love those Emerald and City. A cool,
0: yeah, like what this. That? What what was what was that one shop in uh, in Nashville that we went to that had like all the drum stuff, Andrew? In
3: Memphis or Nashville?
0: Was it Memphis or Nashville? I don't know. We went to the one shop that like just had like drum shit like
3: everywhere. The Memphis, the Memphis drum shop. Oh yeah. Memphis drum mm-hmm. shop. Yeah. Oh dude, that's
0: and was then so me and cool. Warren I went to Revival well. in Nashville
1: yeah. too, but uh, yeah, yeah. I just go to drum shops. Memphis was redoing their whole place. The fam, like <laughs> you know, whatever. A room full of snares where every snare is like over a thousand dollars. And then, yeah, the, the you know, a room full of it. symbols, like, and not like a room, like two garage garage-sized you know, rooms <laughs> full of drums and stuff like that. Yeah, we totally love just hitting up music stores. It's almost like a rite of passage going through these towns, yeah. you know? It's yeah. like, oh, yeah, I went to, you know, uh, Emerald City. I went to, you know, uh, Norms. Yeah. Norms, yeah, in LA. Oh, it's a pro drum shop in Hollywood, you know? I still have never been to a yeah. pro, uh, pro drum shop. You never do it when you're in town. You only do it when you're uh, away. Yeah, when you're traveling.
2: I see, I, Even- like, I, I like going to Norm's. I thought Mark, Mark Agnes is always nice to me. Is
1: he not so nice to other people? What's uh, up? Is he not so nice to other people? You know what? He just takes a lot of flack. I think it's the jacket, but. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, but guitar shop, instrument shops are, are places where everything there is, generally speaking, made to enrich people's lives and, and encourage creativity. Mm. And so, every instrument store has, even Guitar Center, has that element. That um, the are really just focusing on creative creativity and inspiration. So even if it's a even if it's a lackluster environment, it's still it's still functioning in that way in the world. And um, I'm a big fan of old. I like old Gibson acoustics. I I didn't like them for years. Um, and then I you know had had my held myself a couple of Chardonnays at the Jackson Brown show, and geez Louise, <laughs> now I'm a Gibson lover. Uh, but I showed up um, on this day in September. And this lady comes in while I'm there who uh, is trying to sell her guitar to the owner. She's saying, I don't want my, I'm going into assisted living and I don't want my children to just sell this guitar to someone. I want someone to play country and bluegrass on it. Oh my God. That that I do. Uh, Right. Already. It's crazy. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: Already. The fact fact that I'm there and in this shop, they don't, they have a few Fender acoustics and some Yamaha acoustics, but like it's a, it, they sell 7.99 Jacksons and solid state Marshall combos. Like that's that's their bread and butter is this like, like beginner to intermediate punk metally gear and band rentals. Uh, and so the owner and it's a small bodied guitar, a Gibson LG1 from uh 65 not a particularly valuable or sought after instrument they made a lot of them but um the owner who has now known me for 20 years and has seen all of these transitions and different phases he says you know it's just kind of too weird that you're here uh, when this lady is is trying to get someone to play country and bluegrass on her guitar because no one who plays country and bluegrass goes into that store
0: hmm.
2: and yeah. we all kind of agree I happen to have the money, which is not always the case. Um, so we we agreed to make the purchase. By the way, she said she'd been waiting years to go in there, and I'm in that shop once a year at best. So the odds that we would both
0: come in That's that day were so yeah.
2: The owner says, look, uh, I don't need a piece of this. Like, If you want to buy this guitar, you should just buy it from her. Um, and so we, we agreed uh, that, that we would that i would buy the guitar so i had to get some cash and i go i go get the cash she goes i meet her at her trailer where she has the case and she's talking about her son charlie she called him chucky which is just go with charlie please yeah yeah yeah. uh but she says about him and she was from virginia old lady she says and he was slow but he could play the guitar and so uh, he's, she's painting a picture of a, sort of a, a dim-witted, but talented yeah. kid who plays the guitar. And it, it gets sad for a second, so, you know, grab some Kleenex or whatever, but it's about her son that he got mixed up with a rough crowd and, you know, some drugs and stuff, and uh, he was robbed and murdered. Holy but shit. But his guitar was at her house, so it was not taken. Wow. And... So she kind of had her son in this guitar. And she kind of handed me her son. And then I shit you not, we sang gospel songs in her trailer on her son's guitar. Wow. Uh, cried uh, like it was it was an experience that I will I will never forget. And I I talked to her I haven't talked to her in a while, but we uh, she would check in. she got my number and she would check in. It was I think it was a release for her I think it was uh, just to know that something that her son would like for his uh, for his guitar is gonna happen yeah. and um, so I took the guitar to Colorado at one point at a house I was renting the I rent a room sometimes in Colorado from these people <laughs> that I live with here the lighting designer and the software engineer they're good friends And they open up a room in their house when I want to rent it out. I haven't had a house in many years. Uh, So anyway, I I show up at their house in Colorado with with this guitar that used to belong to Charlie Carey. And uh, I'm in bed, and they weren't there. Normally they are, and so it was my first time there alone. And the lights are turning on and off in the hallway. Uh, I go downstairs, and it sounds like I'm just rattling off the Wikipedia um, criteria for ghosts. But there's a weird smell in the kitchen. Hmm. I didn't cook anything. Uh, and then the, the stinking Roomba turns on.
1: <laughs> and wow. so Charlie
2: apparently does not like Colorado and is displeased with the <laughs> cleanliness of this house. <laughs> so go this ghost... Seems on it seems to be not so not so pleased, and so what I what I what I did was I wrote I wrote a song for Charlie, uh, on the guitar, and since then I think Charlie's cool. He's 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 good.
0: Wow, that wow. is incredible, man. Yeah, yeah.
2: And that's you- that's what the magic of instruments is. They can, they carry the people with them. Yeah. Do Some you, of them carry chip bags with them, but the instruments carry their experiences with them.
0: Well, and, it's really and cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm personally a big believer in energy and stuff, and like, you know, energy gets transferred through vibrations, through touch, through emotion, through, you know, whatever it may be. So definitely like, you know, we, we, we were talking about uh, a couple of weeks ago about going into Sunset Sound and... And, uh, you know, working on some of these instruments and in this room that just has this energy, you know, that is palpable, man. Like these things have happened here that, you know, people have put energy out and it becomes a part of the walls and the wallpaper and the ceiling and the carpet and all that stuff. And with instruments, it's like people's fingers have like resonated. They've changed that instrument, you know, even slightly, you know, just by, just by being in the room and having an emotion or something, but like that's that's incredible did you record that song on that guitar yeah yeah oh my god
2: dude brought it with me so yeah you got to it it, it, like you almost that is amazing it up yeah like you would ruin what you did if you didn't record it on that instrument
0: and i mean the (laughs) the guitar work on the entire record is phenomenal but the guitar work on that song in particular i was like i was like fuck dude like i got i probably listened to it like three or four times just nice. on my drive home, Thank man. You. Like, it's beautiful, man. Like, please, everybody. Yeah, it's so nice to hear
2: which songs work for which people. Yeah. Uh, and man, I'm glad. I, it, it's lovely that you chose that one. So that that one stuck out, and the same with the the last the last line of the record. Yeah. Uh, the people who like that are they're like my they really understand me. I think.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's so good, man. Oh, it's so good. Thank you.
4: What a great story about the guitar too. And I, th- I think another thing like, like vintage instruments and equipment are obviously sought after it like for the most part. And like, you know, something that is like anywhere from the forties to the sixties, any sort of instrument like that has had, you know, a longer lifespan than, you know, myself, almost double my lifespan in some cases. And it's like, you can buy a guitar and you might not even get to know any of that history, and the fact that not like the fact that you do know the history and just the circumstance yeah. of how you bought it is like out of this world like that was a complete sign, and you know you could buy another instrument and you would have never known or you could have been two hours later and bought that guitar and not known anything yeah. about it, and it has such a more of a impact and yeah.
0: It's true. That's incredible. And I'm
2: stu- now I'm not I'm stuck with isn't the way to put it, but yeah, I, I'm stuck with that guitar for life now. Yeah. <laughs> and now Or, it and, a, and, or
0: you're and just never gonna be fun, able to have a Roomba. Future.
2: Yeah. Oh
3: yeah. It's like <laughs> those things. I was scared of them before. <laughs> and like to, to, to even go like a little deeper into that thing is the fact that like you know you you've you've that's where that guitar came from, and now you have it right. And so you could have that for the rest of your life, and because the guitar is not a human being, when you pass away one day, which will be very sad, but I'm sure I'll be gone by then. Well, yeah, um, <laughs> that, go that guitar one way or another, that's for sure. <laughs> that guitar will find a new owner, and it'll have not only Charlie's history but now your history, mm-hmm. and it, it gets it gets pretty weird, and you know, to think about that far, but like the guitar is. Is going in is going to have more history to it than in any individual that has had it. Yep. And so when you look when you look at it like you know lifetimes from here now, it's weird to think about like you know these instruments are have had more more life than even humans have, and that's just a weird thing yeah. to think about. And I'm not yeah, really I sure if I'm ready for that right now.
2: A hundred years from now, let's say someone plays that guitar, it could happen. Yeah, yeah. Someone could play, yeah. it. and what could happen in that time? Yeah, that's it's 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 crazy to think about the energy transference like you were talking about. And I, I and like, mm. like you were saying, Warren, if I would have just been a little late, well, here's the thing: I was I was at the shop, didn't get get the strings that I didn't need, and went back for the strings.
0: What wow, like <laughs> oh my god, dude, that's <laughs> I was trying
2: to like kind of keep it cons- like concise, but yeah, that's a part of it too. I decided to go back and buy strings I didn't need, and when I came back, she was there.
4: Damn, wow,
2: <laughs> yeah, so too many crazy things happened that day, and, and I usually cry when I tell that story. I don't know how I pulled it off this time, but
0: <laughs> probably the Diet Coke, right? It's insane, yeah,
2: yeah. And in that same place, like uh, again, going back to the things that I miss, such as guitar shops, and especially local shops, um, they have subsidized, technically they subsidized the purchase of that guitar because they didn't take their commission, or their, uh, their um, yeah, their like 30% or whatever for consignment. And then uh, exactly two years after that guitar came in, on my mother's birthday two years later, a uh, another vintage Gibson shows up. It's this one is a 46 J45, so a little more sought after, little a lot more expensive. Uh, and he sells. He turns down uh, this dude with cash in hand for 1,500 more than he sold it to me for. What? He's like, nah, pass. It's going. It's going to Matt because I know he's gonna like he's the real he's a musician he's not just a guy who has a lot of money yeah yes. but, so of course i paid i paid him within a year you know <laughs> but he could have had he could have had an extra 1500 that day wow and he just he so cheers to all the local shops out there that are are doing things like that because i know he's not the only one yeah um uh, and ryan up a bigfoot music arlington washington um uh, yeah, they've been they've been they've been with me for for longer than most anyone, really. Because yeah, you you always, you you guys have that shop too, where you're like ten years old, and you uh, you fall in love with guitar shops at, at some place, and usually they're not the nicest shops, but it doesn't matter at all <laughs> because that's your shop. Mm.
0: Yeah,
2: and where your whole path and your whole like wonder and fascination with with gear begins it all it all started that day it started at, at, at a mom and pop music shop somewhere you know it's 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 an amazing experience to um to be able to see so many shops on tour uh, i can't
4: wait to do it again yeah likewise absolutely
1: yeah it used to be where all the people in town you know even if like in california there's a bunch of little towns all next to each other so so you know oh, that person sings backgrounds for this artist, and this person's this person's drummer, and they all just sort of taught at my local music store. So it's that whole yep. vibe of, like, you know, anyone who's anyone who played music is, like, a little local celebrity there. Yeah, and they like everyone gets together to talk
2: shit about all the bands in town and talk.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's true. It's true. It's like, yeah. oh, this record like, sucks, and did you listen to this? It's like what uh, music stores used to be. Anyway It's like barbershops For for musicians
0: Because we don't Cut our fucking hair Most of the time (laughs) Um,
2: (laughs) Yeah that's funny I didn't think
0: about that The guitar shop Is kind of the barbershop Of the you know like, follicularly yeah, proficient people. Yeah, you can
2: hear weed there, too. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, so I'm looking for some
0: uh, Dadarias and, like, maybe a nug or two. Like, you got some shoes? Yeah, you got that
2: Kirby Hancock <laughs> record I yeah.
0: did after? Yeah. It's uh, not the 8-track uh-huh. version. It's, uh, it's the 8-ball. Uh, um, yeah.
1: Oh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, Yeah. Here goodness here. gracious. No,
3: no, no. I was just going to say I got a Herbie Hancock record, The Secrets, the live record. It's amazing. Oh, uh, yeah.
0: you bring that over next yeah. time so we can all share?
2: All right, man. Somebody oh.
1: uh,
2: <laughs> And came on at the, uh, we had, we, we put together a charcuterie tray on the dock yesterday.
1: Ooh.
2: And we had some rosé. Uh, yes, sir. Let's see.
0: Come on. We it's so New Hampshire. I mean, we, yeah. had,
2: we had some cheeses, some olives. And I, um, I put on Headhunters. I know it's a cliche one, but hadn't listened to it in so many years,
1: and like, wow. Classic. Did you find out how long Chameleon really is? You do. <laughs> We're like, oh, I thought this song was like five minutes long, and somehow it's twelve minutes with uh, ten yeah. key changes in it. <laughs> that's like a uh, Sorceress
2: or any Return to Forever. I don't know if that's your your. Oh yeah, role. yeah, yeah. You start Plenty listening to and you're like, hell yeah, brother, go for it. And then like the, the last 15 minutes are just kind <laughs> of like, oh, <bro." laughs> oh, we're really in it now, aren't we? It's like, oh man, I've, li- I've already listened for 20 minutes, might as well stick out the other third. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was going
1: to say. That's the conversation we had with our friend, <laughs> John Lovero, which is when you're in the middle of a dead live record, you're like, well, I'm already like 10 minutes in, I might as well listen to the last end of this thing just to say I did it. <laughs> It's like a challenge to uh, listen to it. Well, Matt, we like to finish on this game that we've been playing playing recently. It's called uh, Trump or Famous Musician. Oh, nice. And we take quotes from people, and it's either Donald Trump or it's a famous musician... (laughs) Uh, not category rules. These are actually yeah, famous yeah. musicians. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's
0: not up to how you define it. It's uh no, yeah. you're, you're gonna know them or not.
2: But
1: objectively
0: we, famous musicians. Yeah, yeah. And we you know, and we all keep we track all of our it, own scores and stuff. We're gonna read a
1: quote and then everyone's gonna guess. And then if you're still in the chat, you guess in the chat too. Okay. Yeah. I've been compiling these for a while now. I feel keep I track of your own answers, today.
0: everybody, because I can't do math for all of us. I can only count to seven
1: sometimes. (laughs) Okay. Ready? I'm ready. Ready. I've had great success being a total idiot. (laughs) Donald Trump or famous musician?
3: I'm going to say famous famous musician.
1: musician. Yeah, I'm going to say famous
0: musician because that's bragging but not in the way that he normally does. Also, it could have been written in a book. Again, by somebody else, They're just snuck Yeah, these
1: those are also <laughs> included Our Trump books and things like that. Yeah, so okay. so it's not technically his vernacular, but uh, yeah.
0: I'll go a famous musician.
1: Same. Same. Everyone's yep. famous Same. musician. Same. Yep. You are correct. That was Jerry Lee Lewis who said nice. this. Oh,
3: nice. Fuck yeah! We just get a point.
0: Bruce got a point too. That's good. Yeah. Go, on a
2: quick note, I'll keep it real quick on that. Uh, whenever I get asked to play Jerry, uh, I've been playing uh, Right Down the Line by Jerry Rafferty. Uh, <laughs> 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 I guess here's a Jerry tune for you. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Bring
1: me dead flowers in right,
0: well, the morning.
1: Pardon me. <laughs> okay. Let me, I, had, I had a good one here. Let me... Did I already do that one? I think I did already do that one. Yeah, I did. Sorry, one second. <laughs> not, not with Matt. We all drink me. so much no, no, no. these podcasts, we probably won't remember. Go for it. The roughest roads often lead to the top. Donald Trump or famous musician?
0: Famous musician. I'm going Trump. Trump.
3: I'm going to go. I'm going to go Trump on this one. I, I think it's famous music, musician, but
0: it's, it's probably Trump. from a book, huh? Probably from a
1: co-writer. This is yeah. It's either John Mayer or Donald Trump. <laughs> John Mayer is just as egotistical as Donald Trump. You ever hear any interviews with that guy? And he loves watches. <laughs> he does love watches. Yes. That was famous musician Christina Aguilera. Oh wow! I'm up to two. Take he a two.
4: Ex Tina. Ex Tina. Dirty.
1: Now here's where it gets hard. Because Ted Nugent is always in playing Matt, so when you hear something that's extra Republican sounding, it doesn't. I was going to say, is that the quote? It's Trump. I would I would
0: have gone with Trump for okay. that one.
1: But. Oh, and Bruce asked, uh, "What happened to our game? Nice, weird, or creepy?" We only play that game when Angel is on, yeah, because uh, that's where all the nice, weird, and creepy quotes happen. No one's posting creepy, weird stuff to us. We're just you, you know? (laughs) But a female guitar player online is going to get all the Oh, my
2: God. I can't (laughs) even imagine. Oh, yeah.
1: (laughs) Okay, so... It's weird enough for me. Yeah, I can't imagine like that. (laughs) Speaking of weird and uh, creepy quotes, if Hillary Clinton can't satisfy her husband, what makes her think she can satisfy America?
4: That is Trump Trump
0: sure. Donald Trump or famous musician? <sighs> Matt? Oh, oh, man, it's hard to say because
2: that. Like, that, that sounds like something that some famous music- like say. It still that, sounds uh,
0: too eloquent to me.
2: Except Drew Trump. I'll go with Trump. All right,
0: I'm going to go with famous musician just for you just guys to be possibly tie it up. But yeah, Uh
1: that was actually Donald Trump. Oh, okay, so we're all tied again. Good About job. the twenty sixteen election. Nice. <laughs> Everyone's two points t- each. Two and one.
0: <laughs> yeah. You sure that wasn't Rush Limbaugh? It was probably also <laughs> Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> Fuck that guy. It was Bernie? Okay.
2: okay. Another crazy sponsor comment. Us.
0: Fuck you. Sponsor us.
2: Let me be clear.
0: Give Give me us me your money so it doesn't go <laughs> to hate shit. <laughs> Turn it into something beautiful. <laughs> It's not your money Another. either,
1: man. It's the treasuries.
3: You know, I'm going to be... Happy. All right, I'm Andrew. Andrew,
1: yeah, Andrew, break, break, break Mom, the tie go, go, here. Go, 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 go. Oh, yeah, let's
2: okay. do it again.
1: Focus. If you need Viagra, you're probably with the wrong girl. <laughs> <laughs> Trump or uh, famous musician? <laughs> Alex Jones of Infowars.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Trump or
1: Mick Jagger? Uh, I'm going to
0: go with Trump. Uh, I'm
4: going
1: musician.
0: Yeah, I'm going musician. I'm stage left, bro.
1: Three musician Robert as Trump. That is Donald Trump. Oh, Damn, Robert right, takes since, like, the lead. Like any gross, famous Three musician points,
3: bro. Three <laughs> points. Yeah, well, I What's guess we've score? all
2: thought that.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Just never quoted. The problem is, you know, is that there's either. even a
0: question if it's the president of the United States or somebody else. Oh that's, man, that's the problem. <laughs> Yeah, it really, hey, yes. You hear the stupid shit Somebody said Oh is it the leader Of your country Like uh, I hope
1: not <laughs> it, it, it might be It would be funny If I just not. did like All world leaders Or famous do musicians that. <laughs> that, yeah, just, You'd see nope, That one was Adolf are.
0: Hitler No nope, Angela Merkel was, Or a famous musician
1: yeah. That'd be hilarious. It's like Hitler or uh, <laughs> Angela Merkel's <laughs> like Bed
0: Bath and Beyond. I just don't get it. Like they just have Weird Bed and Bath dumb. stuff. Like, they should just call it Bed <laughs> Bath <laughs> we, and Kitchen. Maybe
1: for Halloween or something, we do a special uh, <laughs> uh, Hitler or famous musician. will be really bad when it's like, oh God, Robert Plant did the same thing as Hitler. It's like, nope, that was still Trump.
0: <laughs> oh fuck. That's crazy. It's I'm, like, winning. I'm winning.
1: <laughs> the Jews should all be exterminated. It's like, no, that was Wagner. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they also didn't. like But the Jews can you guess who like, that time. Oh, my God. That's terrible.
3: What's the score? Uh, I'm winning. Roberts, Robert's up by
0: one. I'm two,
1: okay. two right? Let's do two yeah. more. Two more and we'll call it, okay? Yeah. If Barack Obama becomes the president in November again, I will either be dead or in jail by this time next year. Why are you laughing? Do you think that's funny? That's not funny at all. I'm serious. Was
0: that Kid Rock?
1: Trump. Donald famous Man, it sure sounds like music. Kid Rock. No, I'm go
0: yeah, do- Donald's, Donald's never never expects to go to jail. I, I don't know. Yeah, I guess you're right. I don't know how to also, do I don't know the guy personally, but I'm going to go with famous musician. I don't
2: know. Is that like the is F... You can just do, like, M. <laughs> I actually
1: don't have any signs, but M for famous I musician.
2: Famous musician. This All one right. here is the most important one, I guess. So, yeah. A, musician. Oh
1: you can't God. throw up those signs in L.A. You're going to get shot. I'm going to get shot out of my window. I'm from Orange County, man. And the <laughs> says today is going to come up and end my life. Um so every, what's, Famous what's musician. The, What's, the answer? Musician. What's the answer? Musician.
4: Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to musician. I said Trump, but i 100
1: percent correct. Who was it? Who was also it? Also Ted Nugent.
4: <laughs> uh, nice. Close enough to Kid Rock.
0: Probably also for tax evasion, but you know, we we never got his returns. So yeah.
2: One more quick note. He's 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 Nugent adjacent. Uh uh <laughs> George Thurgood. So uh, this merch guy. George Thurgood, brought, okay, I gotta add his list. My <laughs> <attention>. <laughs> That on one bourbon, one scotch, one beer, it the, the chorus does not happen for like four minutes. Really, <laughs> like four minutes yep. of George Thurgood going. Yah. It's a long time. And like, let's talk someday when we have more time. Let's <laughs> let's talk about that. <laughs> four minutes—that's three and a half Beatles songs—and he all he does is, is say basically.
3: <laughs> it's amazing, and I, 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 have a, I have a funny reason why I know that so vividly, is because I did that like two weeks ago because I'm getting married, and we <laughs> were like, "What song should we play before the toast?" And I was like, "We should play one brew one Scotch, one beer." <laughs> so we listened to it, and it's like, "Wait, they haven't said that yet," and they I'll don't th- say it until like four and a half minutes. And I'll I'm like, throw well, in gives some music be- for, you no for free, to get dude. A, yeah, no, that's. <laughs>
0: I will music edit the shit out of that. You'll have the chorus in the first 45 seconds. It'll be great.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's really like, what you're we'll, getting,
0: we'll, we'll, looking for. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll do a a and <laughs> Wedding you know, special radio edit. and It'll be great. <laughs> okay,
3: that's ready? Funny. Ready for yeah. the last I'm one? Still We're in. In. I'm still winning. I'm still winning. Okay. <laughs> Hashtag winning.
1: I remember reading about a composer named Steve Reich who came up with a new idea called phasing, which is like windshield wipers going in and out of sync. Apparently, he was caught in a traffic jam one rainy day, and the rhythms of the windshield wipers caught his attention. And he applied what he'd heard to his musical compositions. He has a very significant influence on contemporary music, and I think he is a great example of an innovator.
0: Is that that's got to be from a book? That's got to be from a Trump book. Trump. I'm I'm going to fighting the system unless you're just totally fucking with this because you're like, oh, this is too much of a nerdy quote. Yeah. Trump. It's like well, fr- <laughs> where it went to the Phrygian there Trump for like four four bars and stuff, and then just like pop right back to Mixolydian, like blah blah blah. It's like no, that's not. Like, that's two on the nose.
1: <laughs> that is actually Donald Trump from a Donald Trump book. Wow, nice it's from the book. It's not Damn. him.
0: It's his yeah.
1: signature.
2: His thoughts on the matter. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, how do I make sense of this? Well, you, you know, when he went to the thing and he did though. the thing, it's and like then the, you know, and then I was the best at that thing, but then this guy did it pretty good, and you know, being good is what I do. So, you know, the thing and the the other thing, and and you know, That's notes it. I'm taking wipers. the quotes
1: at other musicians. So, I, I, <laughs> win, <right? laughs> I, I win, yeah, yeah, so right? I win. Robert yeah. is yeah. The winner. Congrats, Robert. You did it. Well done. You win a digital kiss from Matt Riger. There you go. <laughs> I'll, give you, I'll give you a physical. I, I probably we've kissed, haven't we?
3: Probably. We <laughs> <laughs> <I mean>, probably. <laughs> there, there hasn't been a
0: doubt. Congrats, Bobby.
3: <laughs> and to uh, to end this in this wonderful night with Matt Rieger, we're going to listen to one of his tracks to uh, In this night out. Yes. However, However uh, hear this track and then go back to Spotify and listen to his whole record. It's amazing. Everything uh, is yeah, in... First.
0: Is in the description, oh, but right. also uh, before even we get into what's coming up, uh, uh, Nabisco, I have to retract my statement before, Matt, you would have won points because guess who Nabisco's parent company is? Kraft! Wow. Whoa. So you would have won because Nabisco is technically owned by Kraft Foods, which is totally Yeah, which totally I imagine crazy. they own
2: most food, Right.
0: Yeah, probably don't buy
2: it. Them and Nestle.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: between it's a, just a few people that really own the food.
0: So ne- <laughs> next time next time you're playing categories, you can be like, no, bitch, like Nabisco. Like, <laughs> Nabisco? Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Oh oh Nabisco? Wait, yeah, no. No, uh, you, you mean know, the
2: subsidiary of Velveeta? Yes.
0: Velveeta? Not Nabisco. But, it'd be but be pretty know, funny nutter butter, know. still craft you know still craft yeah
3: Yeah. next time we have matt on we'll just play categories for the whole entire podcast
0: (laughs) i think some digital categories
1: would be lovely that would be
0: really fun man that would be a good time what do we have coming up andrew what we got
1: we can talk about the things coming up next week it's all for these people anyways um you will see stuff for this soon, but we're coming out with a digital download package that has commentary for all of our records. We've been working on it for the past month. We have gone super in-depth. We have gone way back to the beginning and talked about everything the way we do in the podcast and more in-depth uh, with five of our records, and we're releasing a bunch of Like, unreleased tracks that we've had, unreleased live tracks, unreleased everything. It's the only place you can get, like, I don't think it's like five hours of new content. So, if you never had our records before, or you're missing pieces of the catalog, or, you know, just if you're new and just getting to know us, is the perfect way to just introduce yourself to what's going on. And you'll see stuff for that starting next week, so... uh, you heard it very first on the podcast.
0: Yeah. And we're coming to yeah, a bad lecture. Cool, cool yeah. Thank you, Matt. I'm,
2: yeah, like just because I was I'm always curious what emotions, what thoughts, what memories come up for the performers on the records they've they've made.
0: Honestly, it was really oh. it was really wild like listening through it because we 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 gave ourselves a time limit on this one, right? So we did we did an album listening party live as a podcast. Uh, Back in May, when we released uh, a week before we released Last Line on the Highway, which was awesome for all five of us to like, you know, go through, listen to the entire record and talk through each tune while it was fresh, you know, because it wasn't even out yet. But going back and doing all of like doing commentary on, you know, our all of our studio records, you know, going back half a decade. And everything has been really neat, like, just diving back into, like, oh, fuck, like, I haven't heard, I might not have heard this song for a couple months or, you know, now that I'm listening to it with you guys, you know, in the same room or on the same screen, like, it's triggering other memories and, like, bringing stuff up that I'm like, oh, fuck, like, I forgot about that. Or, oh, shit, like, why are you talking the song's on?
1: Cause it's cool. we cause, we're gonna talk about it on the yeah. podcast next week. Probably. It's gonna be fun. So. It's gonna
0: be really fun. I'm stoked. I'm stoked for you guys to hear it because
1: uh, it's it, it's really cool. It's fun. And then what else is coming up? Uh, we're writing a new record. We should have a new record by next year sometime i feel like that's a safe assessment we have december till december of 2021 to come out with a new record (laughs) for next year
0: we started talking about the planning process of the next installment uh earlier tonight and uh that's gonna that's gonna be really fun man you know it's it's always a process it's always a uh a beautiful time that that you make time for and you know it's like birthing a child you got to give it the right nutrients and the right time and all that kind of stuff. I've never had a kid. I don't know what I'm talking about. But I've made records and that's what it seems it to me good. like it it would be. I don't
2: have any kids that I know of Is uh <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> but if you do, you put at in least at least, you know, some time to make that and uh, and we're excited for the next kid that we pop out collectively as mm-hmm. a group that's of men. That's super
1: weird. What's going super on with weird. you right now? Okay, go. Right. Do you want to introduce people to your song? <laughs>
2: Uh, what is the Matt's record? This song called "Better Times," and um, it's a melancholy record. But I think what has been the my favorite description of it is: it's about being comfortable with these things that are difficult, uh, uncertainty, imperfection. That's that's the spirit. It's not to dwell on on these these things. It's to recognize that we're all dealing with some things that are challenging, even in non pandemic times. And the best thing to do uh, regarding that is to remember that we're not on there. Also that, yeah, you know, maybe, maybe I, 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 it started with uh, the inspiration. I think started a little bit with um, Cumberland gap from Jason Isbell.
1: Yeah,
2: and it's that line, like maybe the Cumberland gap swallows you whole. And, and the idea is that maybe, maybe it, it, life is shit. And you just, you, you, you get together with friends like this, you do what you do what you can, but it's okay. Shit happens. So, that's I think that's the way to go with it. Is think think about coming together around our challenges and recognize we all have them. Yeah. So
0: awesome. here is better Man. times wow. by Matthew Rieger, and uh, be good to each other out there. We will see you next week, and uh, don't forget to get wrecked. Mm.
2: light in your father's eyes. You were kind. You were strong. Running, jumping, swimming, flying. You did it all with all your First to leave, first to leave anyway, in a line of men Fire Mariner colored down